This is an Alert USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, April 3rd, 2021. This week in security news, on nine occasions this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified via SMS messages to their mobile devices regarding a variety of safety and security matters, most important for this report. On Friday afternoon, Alert USA subscribers were some of the first in the nation to learn of a vehicle ramming attack and lockdown of the U.S. Capitol Complex in Washington, D.C. In this incident, a dark blue sedan was deliberately driven into two U.S. Capitol Police officers at a high rate of speed before slamming into a high-security wedge barrier at the North Barricade Access Point just off the intersection of Constitution Avenue Northwest and Delaware Avenue Northeast. The driver of the vehicle, a black male identified by authorities as 25-year-old Noah Green, exited the vehicle with a knife in hand and rushed aggressively towards a line of officers. These officers opened fire, striking the suspect several times. He was transported to a nearby hospital but did not survive. The officers struck by the car were also taken to a hospital where one of them, William Billy Evans, an 18-year department veteran, died from his injuries. The second officer, who was not immediately identified, is in stable condition and expected to survive. Once again, flipping the mainstream media narrative of white Trump supporter bad on its head, Noah Green's Facebook page also revealed him to be a follower of Louis Farrakhan and a member of the Nation of Islam. In a statement on Friday afternoon, Acting Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman said that the suspect was not on the radar of the U.S. Capitol Police before the attack. Authorities were also quick to state that the attack does not appear to be terrorism-related. The National Guard, which has maintained a presence at the Capitol since the January 6th breach, rapidly deployed a quick reaction force to help secure the area. As of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, those soldiers are still in place. For several weeks, Alert USA has been reminding subscribers of a new threat assessment prepared by the Director of National Intelligence, the Department of Justice, and the Department of Homeland Security, warning that domestic violent extremist lone offenders will continue to pose significant detection and disruption challenges because of their capacity for independent radicalization to violence and their ability to mobilize discreetly. This is precisely what occurred on Capitol Hill on Friday afternoon. Once again, Alert USA urges listeners to maintain a high level of situational awareness as we move into the warmer months. There are many angry people in the country right now from every possible political and social leaning looking for an opportunity to vent. This is on top of the ongoing threat from foreign terrorist organizations who will soon find it much easier to enter the U.S. because of the chaos unfolding at the southern border, the dramatic increase in the number of refugees being resettled in the U.S. from the Middle East and North Africa, the lifting of the so-called Muslim ban, as well as the gradual reopening of international travel. Listeners are also once again cautioned that the Islamic holy month of Ramadan begins in less than two weeks. Each year, Alert USA reports on threats and calls for attacks on Western nations in the run-up to Ramadan by Muslim clerics and propagandists from a variety of transnational terrorist organizations. Next up, in public health news, as of the time of this report's preparation Friday evening, Johns Hopkins University reports more than 553,000 deaths in the U.S. attributed to the SARS-CoV-2 virus. While businesses are now open in most U.S. states, Listeners are reminded that the CDC still requires the wearing of face masks while on public transportation and at transportation hubs. On Thursday of this week, Alert USA subscribers were notified that the Ontario government had announced a province-wide emergency break shutdown due to an alarming surge in COVID-19 case numbers and hospitalizations. This will be Ontario's third lockdown since the pandemic began and will shutter all indoor and outdoor dining, although retailers will remain open with capacity limits. In Latin America, Brazil is in the midst of a catastrophe with the virus. 
The country is now widely viewed as the epicenter of the pandemic, with the highest number of daily deaths of any nation. Following Brazil, Colombia, Argentina, Mexico, and Peru also continue to struggle with the virus. The European Union remains one of the worst hit parts of the world, with widely varying lockdowns and social restrictions in place. As an example, this week, France began the country's third nationwide lockdown. German Chancellor Angela Merkel is keen to impose stricter measures to combat COVID-19, but so far there is pushback from the premiers of Germany's 16 states. Over in Spain, masks are now required while on the beach. In the Czech Republic, a maximum of just two people are allowed to meet at the same time unless they are members of the same family. Also on Friday of this week, Alitrosa subscribers were notified that the CDC had released updated travel guidance for individuals who had received vaccinations. As was pointed out to subscribers, there are few practical differences between guidance for the vaccinated versus guidance for the unvaccinated. Even after having received the recommended number of doses, the CDC still suggests the wearing of masks and social distancing. Alert USA would like to point out that to date, there are no FDA-approved vaccines for COVID-19. Each is being administered to the public under what is known as an emergency use authorization. For added clarity, no legislation exists requiring individuals to be vaccinated. This includes members of the U.S. Armed Forces. The vaccination is voluntary for everyone, including deploying units and high-priority units. Bills have been introduced in the House of Representatives that would limit discrimination between vaccinated and unvaccinated individuals, such as with the so-called vaccine passport, though neither bill is expected to pass the Democrat-controlled House and Senate. In travel security news, listeners are reminded that the Department of Homeland Security has extended the restrictions on non-essential cross-border land travel with Canada and Mexico through April 21st. Additionally, the CDC now requires all air passengers entering the United States including U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents, to present a negative COVID-19 test taken within three calendar days of departure or proof of recovery from the virus within the last 90 days. If you are still planning travel abroad, regardless of the destination, Alert USA strongly recommends checking out the U.S. State Department's travel website as well as that of the CDC for safety, security, and health considerations. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, Alert USA also regularly recommends taking a few minutes to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and British governments to see the travel guidance that those nations are providing to their citizens as threats, assessments, and travel restrictions can and do vary. You can find more on these and other stories in the latest issue of the Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not already a subscriber, simply visit the new ThreatJournal.com website and sign up today. A copy of the latest issue will be immediately sent to you. If you would like to receive breaking threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, visit alertsusa.com. Alert USA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of new alerts, warnings, and advisories, or any other factors which signal a change in the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an Alert USA Threat Journal Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, April 3rd, 2021.